Hello, and welcome back to Fake Professional. Fake Professional is the podcast where we are forced to talk about a topic chosen by a random subject generator, no matter what the topic might be. Literally anything. Anything can be discussed on this podcast, and just like the internet is currently discovering right now, we too are cake. I am one of your hosts, Sam Acuna, and I am so, so, so lucky to be joined by my good friend, slash co-host, slash new Hannibal watcher, Mario Navas. How are you, Mario? Yellow. How moist are you, Sam? Because you are cake. Um, I think that would perfectly date our podcast. Um, We should date our podcast not by events are happening, but by which very popular memes are going on (laughs) in the internet. As of right now, it is uh, everything is cake. That's the meme going right now. And everything is cake, honestly. Um, On my Twitter, I changed it recently um, to my profile. I ended it with uh, more man than cake, honestly. (laughs) Or no, more cake than man. Which, um, what percentage of am I made out of cake? 100%. 100%. I'm I'm cake, Sam, is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I wish I wish I saw that on your Twitter because I probably would have wrote that as your third uh, <laughs> thing. I was trying to think of something to do with cake, but I didn't want to reuse cake because I literally had just mentioned that we are cake. So I already told everyone <laughs> we were cake. We are cake. Um, how? I'm curious. Katie works at a cake place, right? Has, <laughs> has she ever made like realistic cake before or just like straight up icing cakes? Uh, she strictly does ice cream cakes, but, you know, I mean, that's just another form of human being. So, <laughs> like, she, she's essentially a doctor, I guess. I've actually but. slept on your couch before, and I think it's just cake. Wait a minute. You slept on my couch? <laughs> when was this? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, actually, the reason you didn't see me because I ate through the cake and I slept in the middle oh, of the couch. That's why there was a cushion missing one night and then I had to go replace <laughs> that. I completely understand everything. Yeah, Katie now. had to go bake a, a new pillow. Kate, oh, that, yes. Yes. I remember, I remember Katie coming home with a new cake pillow for us. Um, how old are you when you realized that red velvet cake was just like chocolate cake but colored? Um, today today years <laughs> apparently old. red velvet is just chocolate cake with red dye you i wish you could have saw me because <laughs> my face literally <laughs> dropped it dropped i remember when i learned this sam when i was like oh my god everything is cake <laughs> that was it, it was insane when i learned that and it makes sense I, velvet cake is probably one of my top cakes because they usually put some sort of cream icing on it and I, I couldn't believe it because I don't like chocolate cake, believe it or not. I um, I don't know if I can do this podcast today. <laughs> I'm so. You know what? You take all the time you need to recover. Joe's on standby. Joe, please come on. <laughs> no, 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 not Joe. Anyone but Joe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but truly, yes, I, I do enjoy the memes going on around the interwebs, and I I'm always a huge meme person. I guess that's just like millennials grew up on memes and stuff as uh generation z is growing up on like tiktok and dances and whatnot so i mean we did too but whatever we did too but like this is the first time i think that bakers were in on it like they started (laughs) making intricate stuff i mean intricate stuff like i was reading the labels on a ketchup bottle 
and then someone just decided to cut into it and the ketchup bottle was just cake <laughs> so it's impressive the length like most memes is like all right put a funny picture together and you're good these people spend hours making these products just to like get a 10 second reaction on on the internet and i appreciate that so that is like you said quintessential millen- millennial uh humor it's for the meme that's, that's, oh yeah it's always for the meme I always do it for the lulz <laughs> anyways so today mario i wanted to do something a little different um i'm yeah. out of here bye <laughs> joe back in <laughs> um so i still want to keep you know doing what we're doing because I'm not a liar. That's what I said in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> but uh, we had a few listener responses to our past episode and to our past past episode. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to like quickly go through them really quickly uh, because I thought they all had really good points or like they brought up other things. Some of these are just really off the top, very simple. And I just want to get your opinion on them. So... One listener or someone who just responded to our tweet wrote that Friends was, you know, they actually didn't mention if it was overrated or underrated, but I'm going to say that they were putting it as overrated (laughs) because I feel like everyone talks about Friends. Yes. And there's like this little weird war between that 70s show people and Friends. And I'm not an either person. But which which one would, would you be? This is tough because my there is one good character in Friends. I'm not saying the other characters are not good. I'm saying this character is of a caliber that I, I, I aspire to be as funny. Chandler Bing, played by Matthew Perry, is the one of the funniest sitcom characters ever. No doubt in my mind. His delivery, he makes that show for me. Um, what kills that show for me is uh, Ross Geller, who is David Swimmer, and mm. the relationship with um, Rachel. So, but Chandler is so funny. At the same time, the seventy show, I feel like they have a lot of the same jokes over and over again, and it gets repetitive after a while. Extremely fair. Like Hyde's a rebel. They make fun of the foreign kid, Fonz, mm. uh, Kyle, or uh, Kyle. What's his name? I have no clue. Um. One of the guys sleeps a lot, and the only... I actually like Eric Foreman and Donna, the two main characters. The rest of the friends are... Nah. But that, So this is hard, because those are shows that, like, has really good stars within them right. that elevate the entire show. Friends, though, very overrated. Does Netflix need to pay $100 million for a show that ended 50, 20, 25, 30 years ago? God, no. But <laughs> people, you know, swear by that show, so... Yeah. Yeah, I... I'm glad to hear that. I, I, you're right. Like people do truly swear by it. I know people who literally go to New York City just to have gone to um, whatever that coffee shop is that's in Friends or whatever. I like, don't think it's a real place. It's, no, it's not. But it's been a pop-up shop before. Oh, and, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's craziest thing. I was in Chicago early in January. There was a pop-up cafe place of Friends, and I was like. What? Yeah, that's what it is. And I can't... The name is some type of pun. I, it's I, a cafe park or cafe... Um, Central Park or Central... Oh, yeah. It's... Whatever. Central something. Yeah. We're, we're fake professionals. We don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that person had wrote Friends. Um, my sister 
who is an entertainment journalist, she had texted me because she has my phone number because oh. we're brother and sister. I wish I had your phone number. You know, a lot of people do, Mario, but it's only <laughs> a select few. So one day, Joe may or may not have it, but we'll find out. Um, my sister actually sent over to me, besides agreeing with all my fire takes, which means that I have to be right. Right? <laughs> because she's an entertainment journalist. And so if an entertainment journalist agrees, then like, then I'm right. So best fake professional opinion I could have given to anyone. But uh, Kirsten had told me she believes Seinfeld is overrated. And Oof, that's she's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. So she's I know she watched all of Seinfeld like three years ago or something. It would be like her show to watch every day or whatever. Uh huh. And she even tw uh, texted me after that, and she said, I don't know if they could make Seinfeld today. And she wrote, all these people really? are terrible, and there are a few pretty racist and insensitive episodes. And she sent me a list. And I'll just read you really quickly. Uh, can I guess one of them before you read them off? Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. A soup Nazi? No, that doesn't look like it's here. Then now, never mind. Please um, so one is from season six, episode 22, called The Diplomats Club. And the synopsis is, after George's black boss is offended when he tells him he looks like Sugar Ray Leonard, George goes out of his way to prove he is not racist by trying to find a black man to pretend to be his friend. And he, <laughs> and he stops random black people on the street and asks them to play his friend. And that's the whole point I'm, of the I'm episode. Sorry, I just... No, yeah. The reason I laugh is because I, I do like that show. Yeah. And I've never, I don't remember that episode, but like... <laughs> So the premise of the show, before you continue, mm -hmm. these are the worst human beings. They yes. are the worst people in the entire show, akin to Always Sunny. Okay. Um, but you're right. It's like a very common thing in sitcoms. Like, they had no black people on that show. Same with Friends. They had no black people on the main cast or any people of color recently. So th that doesn't surprise me. That's the storyline. Maybe that was a, for making poking fun of that storyline. Maybe, like, picking fun that they don't have any. I don't know. Please continue. No, yeah, no worries at all. No, but that's essentially, she sent me a few others with other synopsises like that. I won't go through them all, but so she had mentioned that she believed that that show is overrated and and probably wouldn't be made today. Like a joke, a whole episode dedicated to proving you're not racist because you have a black friend. Like that would not slide today, 110%. I think of shows like Always Sunny and they had an episode with like the entire cast turned black, not physically. Like they didn't. I don't think they do blackface. I can't remember. But like, um, they just want to see the experience of living in a as as a black person, mm -hmm. uh, in America. And it ended up kind of dark. But things that I think science. Oh, I, I don't want to defend it because science for I, I think does suffer from like overrate, uh, being overrated. But they have their funny episodes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. That's completely fair. So then uh, one other person who had responded to our episode, my friend Jess, a.k.a. Failwaffle, um, completely agreed with my takes on The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. And nice. she told me to tell you that you're completely wrong about Negan. He's a better <laughs> bad guy than the governor. So those okay. were her words, not mine. No, that's fair. Um I thought about it, and uh, what I think I liked about the governor is that he was more, um, was it Lydia? What was her name? Uh, his daughter. Are you talking about his daughter? His daughter, too, but like... Um, Andrea? Andrea, yes. That made it more compelling to me. Like, it added like a, like a 
a bit of a human element not a human element sort of it added like a a low triangle type not a low triangle but like so it added sort of like um i don't know i i sort of sort of sympathize with the governor but then i don't sympathize with the governor like there was the episode where like he went to that fam like he went to a new people when he went to the new camp and sort of like help them right he found himself yeah but he came back anyway and just became a madman again negan is day way more charismatic way more fun to watch but the governor i understood him better because they showed his background negan was like i'm crazy and i hit people with bats i'm like oh. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm crazy and hit people with bats oh boy easy peasy lemon <laughs> squeezy he yeah. did like a swing thing like a hip swing thing one of like the first episodes he was introduced it was like Okay. <laughs> yeah. Reminds I, me of like a Borderlands bad guy, sort of. That's completely fair. Negan is a pretty comic booky character, um, but it is a comic book. So, <laughs> More than so, fair. So what are you going to do? <laughs> but so those were a few responses that uh, we had got from listeners or just people who were responding. And I thought it was really nice for them to share their opinions on it. And I really uh, appreciated them listening and giving their opinions because that's what we always ask at the end of each episode you said it was uh, more episodes than that or just that one as well what do you mean oh i thought you said like as a few past episodes as well oh right right sorry so i, I wasn't no, sure no, no, i'm just remembering if i i don't remember if i heard you no you or not. you heard me absolutely correct um <laughs> don't doubt your ears ever again it's me it's always me but uh jess Failwaffle also did write to me about our dating episode our um, swiping right on yourself episode. Oh yes, uh-huh. and she did say <laughs> she was like, "It took you guys a while to get there, but you're right. Like, it's for self ref- self reflection. Like that question. It's not supposed to be like, are you a narcissist type thing or whatnot. Um, wow. It's That's more weird. just supposed to be, how do you intrinsically see yourself, and do you build? I should have her complete words up so I don't butcher it." But essentially just saying, like, you know, how do you feel about yourself? Like, if you if you say you wouldn't date yourself, then it's because you have low self-esteem. Whereas if you say you would, it's because you think of yourself in a higher regard, um, which makes That's sense. That's fair. I feel like Ciara, what's her name? Not Ciara. Ciara Williams probably would date herself for, like, top of the world. Or Kanye would definitely <laughs> date himself, you know. 100% Kanye West. Uh, there's a line where... <laughs> he literally there's a line in one of his rap songs that's he has me a whole falling, song me and kanye had a falling out like him and jay-z did like him and donald trump did like him and donald <laughs> yeah like him and donald trump that's fair i think i think a lot of people had falling outs with kanye west <laughs> kanye west has had a fallout with kanye west so it's completely fair um but that's it those were all the responses that we got at least that we got in the last two weeks so yeah Really appreciate it, guys. Really appreciate you guys sending in your responses. It warms my heart dearly. But oh, yeah, that's, that's thank you, thank mm-hmm. you so much. But Mario, what would warm my heart even more would be knowing what we're talking about for the rest of today. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Um, as listeners of the show may or may not know, uh, this is a show called Fake Professionals. A show where two gentlemen talk about any subject given to us by the random subject generator, whether or not we know anything about that specific subject. Uh, and today, 
uh, and today the random subject uh, that isn't cake, as far as I know, oh god, asks us, which do you prefer, popular music or relatively unknown music? Is this also a self-reflection question, fail waffle? What am I supposed to get from this? <laughs> what am I supposed to get um, from this? I mean, that could be like a yes or no question. But I guess we could talk about like music taste, how it's evolved over the years. We did just mention Kanye, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I think this is a pretty easy thing to run with. Watch us not talk about anything now for the next 30 minutes. But I... I don't think I even I don't think I have a preference over popular or unheard of music. Is that what the second part was? Yeah, relatively unknown. So some could probably describe me as a hipster when it comes <laughs> to liking or not liking things as you may or may not get from me not liking Game of Thrones. Um just going against the grain, you know. But I, I do one thing that I always enjoyed when I was younger was making a playlist of songs and putting it on a CD of songs oh. that were completely like unknown to people. And then anytime that I would be driving and if friends would come in the car, I'd always be playing those playlists because I wanted them to be like, wow, like this is some really cool music <laughs> that I never heard of before, <laughs> you know, because like anyone can play like the top 20 or top 50 that's on the radio. Yeah. But I'm not making playlists that have the top 50. I'm making playlists that have songs that no one knows that I think are good. You know? This is one of the episodes where I sort of wish that our friend Michael was on because uh, he Michael. has expanded my music taste tremendously. Um, like you, well, not like you, but like, I don't really like the top billboard 100s or 50. Not that I don't like pop music. I just, I don't like the radio. Like they play the same five songs over again. It's usually catchy. Um, so I tried to expand my music, but the thing is when I listen to music, I would listen to the same five. I would listen to the same two, three songs over and over again until I get tired of it. And I just don't listen to it anymore. <laughs> So I appreciate, so what Michael does is he's been compiling lists, uh, a playlist of music for us, and it's been phenomenal. I've, oh, yeah. If I'm not liking, I'm pretty sure I've almost like all of his music that he adds to the playlist, a monthly playlist he makes for us, and I'm kind of surprised how accurate he's able to, like, curate these lists of music. Um, maybe we could ask him, like, we could, like, share the playlist he shares with us, but they're pretty, pretty they're incredible music. They're and, extremely solid music choices for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, um, some of them has become my favorite artists. But uh, one comes to mind, Millie Brown or Millie Turner, who's like, she has like less than 5,000 followers on Twitter or something like that. But like, and her music, I think the highest music you have is like a million views on one song and everything else is like below 250,000. Jeez. But like, really indie, indie music. And, I, I I just like discovering newer musics, um, newest newer artists. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the Billboard for 100. I don't. I don't. This, this doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. Um, yeah, and I and I really appreciate the music that Michael curates and sends to us, because then it ends up being a playlist for myself, mm -hmm. for that entire month that he sends it to us. 
because uh, he make I don't know if you mentioned this, and if you did, I apologize. But he sends it to uh, a playlist to us every month. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I made that clear. Yeah. No, yeah, completely fair. And it's like his favorite songs of the month, which then become my favorite songs of the month <laughs> because they're just they're so good. And there's a lot of indie things, uh, a lot of people that I've never heard of. Um, I think that I think one month he had a weekend song or something. Yeah. But the weekend's and it really was like good. brand new, and the, the, it was blinding lights, and it's probably one of my favorite weekend songs, um, to come out. You know, like, well, it's one of the brand new, but like, the, it was one of my favorite weekend songs because I actually went to go see the weekend live, and it was incredible. It's probably the best show I've seen, live show I've seen, if not comparable to the Fall Out Boy tour. But the weekend, I love the weekend. Um, yeah. So that was really cool. Have you seen the meme? Uh, it's not a meme, but it was like a tweet that someone wrote, and it said something like. The weekend is just Lana Del Rey for boys or something like that. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, I haven't seen it, but the truth in this tweet is staggering. <laughs> but I love Lana Del Rey also. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Uh. I think I fully discovered like the weekend when he did his like con- collaborative album with um Daft Punk. But oh, absolutely! Someone broke the weekend's heart, and he will never recover. And as long as he make good music with that, I don't care. Actually, you know his last <laughs> music, his last album was pretty optimistic. But you know, I was just gonna say, yeah, as long as the weekend's heart remains broken, then yeah, please continue to make good music. Please <laughs> never fix that broken heart. Um, no, complete jokes. Like I'm very sad that that guy sings about some really hard stuff. Oh yeah, um, drugs, music, sleeping with women, and not caring. I feel bad for the weekend. There's, <laughs> there's a too. song that he wrote that people say it's about Selena Gomez. I heard about, I think I remember that. Because they either were dating for a little bit or something. And there's a line in the song where he's saying something like, I almost took a piece of me and gave it to you. It's something along the lines of that. Um, and it's essentially him saying that he would have gave her a kidney because she had kidney failure recently or she need oh, yeah, she I... had surgery where her friend gave her a kidney or something and it was right around the time that the weekend and Selena Gomez broke up and then that song came out I can't remember the name of the song but my sister and I listened to it on our road trip uh, to California and we listened to everything on our road trip to California but <laughs> yeah truly heavy I'll tell you this um, I understand why some people want to date artists. I would never want to date an art, or at least uh, a musician. A oh no! Oh god, no! <laughs> like the moment we break up is like six months from now. Every little thing I did wrong is gonna come out in music, in a music album, really soon. I, I think, you, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of artists that are great examples of that, right? Like, I never could date Adele because. <laughs> So if you could, you just don't break your heart. Just don't, just don't be a bad guy. Um, just be a good person, right? <laughs> That's the whole point of everything. Um, but also, I could never date the weekend, right? Because like, no. I, I could, mean, if you have me, but I don't think so. <laughs> maybe like one night. But it, after that, I that's a weird thing, right? Because I usually prefer obscure music. I prefer indie music. Um, 
but like I love Coldplay <laughs> and Fall Out Boy. Right. Uh, not all of Coldplay. I haven't listened to Coldplay in a long time, but like Viva La Vida is probably one of my top albums of all time. Yeah, that's a very good um, album. My sister loves that album. Oh yeah, like Strawberry Fields, um, just Viva La Vida itself. Uh, Love is in Japan. Those are some of my favorite songs. But then I also like The Fray. I don't think they're as popular as they were before. But back in two thousand nine, they were the band. <laughs> um, Fall Out Boy is probably my favorite band of all time. Um, but then like I've been listening to very obscure music lately, and I know this because I found a TikTok recently that brought me to a site called Obscure. Obscurified? Uh, I've never heard of it. Um, I'm gonna send you the link, and I want you to look it up. Do you li- use Spotify to like listen to your music? Um, so more recently I have, but also I'm very obscure if I'm if I want to listen to my own music because if I'm listening to music that I quote unquote own, uh-huh. because maybe I illegally downloaded it, but who knows? No one knows. Um, a lot of it is just like anime music, like OPs, soundtracks from movies or video games. And honestly, that's my favorite music to listen to at any time because I have emotions with that music. So for example, I, I think of music in two different ways. If I'm listening to Lady Gaga or just any other musician, like if I'm listening to Michael's playlist or something, the music that I'm listening to is going to elicit feelings from me per whatever the topic of the the song choice. So like if I'm listening to Lana Del Rey, specifically The Blackest Day, I'm going to start to feel a little sad and depressed because it's a very depressing song. But that's a feeling that the song is specifically eliciting from me. Whereas if I listen to the ending song from near automata, Mm -hmm. then I, I don't get one emotion because of the song. I get a whole experience that Mm. I go through because I relive playing near automata within five minutes and 26 seconds of that song and I, and I go through wow this game was so amazing wow I remember like that thing oh this is such a sad part oh that was so fun like I go through so many more emotions when I listen to soundtracks like that because it brings me back to actual memories that I spent time with or spent time doing and that's why I like listening to soundtracks or OPs a lot more I don't have that experience with because only because I don't um, listen to video game OPs, but I do listen to Japanese OPs a lot. Um, probably my favorite um, Japanese rock band would probably be Asian Kung Fu Je- uh, Generation, which I think they might be Korean actually. But I listen to that music when I don't want to focus on the words. I guess if that makes any sense. That's fair. I just like the sound of it because um, I don't actually speak any Japanese or Korean, unfortunately. But just the sound of it just sounds pretty cool. So that's what I listen to. So I guess it's sort of the opposite effect. When I don't, like, when I, like, say I'm writing something or I'm doing something else. Yeah. I just have that on just to, like, just have nice music in the background, but I'm not really focusing on the lyrics or anything. That's, yeah, that's literally the complete opposite. And, and you're right, though. Like, I don't always listen to it 
because I want to elicit feelings. Like sometimes I will have it on in the background. Um, but I don't know. I, I know that I'll get more feelings listening to, like I explained, I'll get more feelings listening to a soundtrack than I will from a song. Unless like that song really like touches my soul because it speaks to me on a separate level that I've never known before. Hmm. I'm going to share with you my Obscurify rating. I am apparently to what I listen to on Spotify, I'm 81% more, my music is 81% more obscure than the other people on Spotify. Huh. That's actually, you sent me the link. I'll have to check that out. I'm so Um, curious about that. Oh, yeah. Um, it is pretty good um, in terms of, like, what do you like, what you don't like. Uh, I mean, I guess my top five, I could have told you my top five. Um, so, indie pop, modern rock, alternative rock, and hip-hop. Which is, like, probably just J. Cole and Run to Jewels and uh, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> uh, but then... Yeah, I just like a lot, a lot of indie stuff. So apparently a lot of the stuff I listen to is just not as popular as what most people listen to. But I already said I don't like 81%. I don't like most of the Billboard 100s. Yeah. Though I don't think I've listened to like an actual radio. I, like I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what's popular right now. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I remember that happened to me once where... I was consistently only listening to like my music off of my iPod or my phone or whatever it might be. And then I got into someone else's car one day and they had the radio on and I was just like, what, what is, what is all this music? You know, I remember I was like, yo, this is good. And like, yeah, it's been out for like six months. Or <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time it was like 2013 or 2014 and I got into someone's car and the radio was on and that remix to summertime sadness was playing where it wasn't it was not sad at all it was like a happier version of summertime sadness i don't know if you're familiar with that song but it's a lana del rey song and it's meant to be sad and like elicit like love feelings and stuff but the radio dj sped it up and gave it a different beat and they turned it into like I'm sure that song's played been played in clubs before now which is crazy to me <laughs> you know what has a similar vibe to that um Avicii his song uh which uh what's it called I know Avicii Pill and Avisa I'm sure I I'm sure I know exactly what song that is if it's I a song it. about like how sad his life has become ever since he peaked out 20 years ago or like 15 years ago. But then he released like a DJ version on like, um, how did you say? Like a, a remix, a club version. And it blew up. Like originally it was a very, um, uh, what's what's the word? Mm. Guitar. Acoustic. Acoustic. Sorry. There's a version called, it was a, an acoustic version, but then he came out with like a, club version and that blew up but if you listen to the lyrics it's like it's sad it's a sad sad song <laughs> yeah yeah people um that's how you know like some people don't and i and i'm a not a victim of it um a perpetrator of it where like if i hear a song i don't always hear the the lyrics the first time you oh know? yeah 
like you you just hear the beat the first time and that's what does make uh your top 100s and everything it takes me a few times to usually actually listen and understand a song and even then i probably still don't understand it but i try i remember a song that i discovered in montreal that i could not stop listening to which is french navy by camera obscura it's one of the most pop saddest songs i've ever heard Mm. Uh, let me think i also like we like dreamers which a friend recommended to me lately i'm not gonna say that song or that band there's some music that like, I feel like would expose me. <laughs> that <makes sense. laughs> it's like, fair. wow, are, are, are you okay? Are you listening to music? Or not even are you okay, but like, you want to talk about this? I mean, I, I told people I love Lana Del Rey and The Weeknd. Like, I love listening to sad shit. I don't know why. I just, I just do, you know, like, I uh, think they sound good. I'm just looking at my playlist right now. I don't know if you're doing the same. I actually did just pull up the playlist that I have on my on my phone. Like, not my Spotify playlist, but songs that I actually have downloaded myself or that I own myself. I So, one band that I really like, which is... They're probably known. I just didn't know them until a year or two ago. They're called Churches with a V instead of a U. Maybe they're not a band. They're more of a female lead center group which is you know that's my thing like i mm-hmm. i love female vocals same that's why i love camera Oscura as well as florence and the machine love right it. yeah one other group that uh, i have a friend who they introduced me to them is the interrupters they're a pretty good rock band but i don't know i i really get most of my new music from michael because I just am not looking for it and stuff. Ditto. Absolutely the same. It's something that I used to like just listen to the same four or five bands before, which would be like Fall Out Boy, Coldplay, like Lupe Fiasco. Well, Lupe Fiasco, he's sort of here. Frank Ocean. Um, I used to be obsessed with Kanye. I, oh, I yeah. can't even begin to describe how heartbreaking his evolution as a person and artist has 808s and heartbreaks man (laughs) (laughs) uh it's just i can't even begin to describe those feelings i some of my darkest time twisted dark fantasy was probably the music i went to the most in my 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 lowest point and for sure oh my god just what what has he become i can't even like describe how heartbreaking all that is but there's some great music just like to replace him like Charles Gambino easily one of my faves Kendrick Lamar um J. Cole uh surprisingly also good Meek Mills freaking incredible um when when they did when they did the whole campaign to free Meek Mills he really became more politically active and conscious um always won the jewels of Big Mike Big the uh Big Mike and Run the Jewels and his on that band or rap group, fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, so there was alternative, but Kanye was like the shining star for me, and yeah, yeah. Kanye Kanye was my favorite artist for a while when I was in middle school, high school. But you're right, you know, people go down different paths, and it's completely <laughs> okay to stop following them and stuff. 
Sam, we uh, had the same favorite artists around that time. We did. Crazy. Yeah, uh, MBDTF, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That oh was, my God. That was hands down my favorite album for such a long time. It's just fan- it's fantastic. It's visual storytelling with with words in it. It was absolutely amazing. He can act. I'll say that. He can act. Oh, but yeah. The rest of the movie, <laughs> the rest of the like thing is pretty fantastic. Yeah. So some artists that I have been listening to a lot now, and I'll, like both popular and probably not popular, so Churches is one of them, uh, the XX, Kaiza. Uh, her, uh-huh. her name is, I don't know if you're familiar with her. She had a... And I only heard her this song on the radio once, and that's how I found her. And, it, and it's called Hideaway. And it was never on the radio ever again. It was like summer of 2015 or 2016 or something. And I, I think it's just a perfect summer song. It's very like upbeat, very 80s sounding, which is something I, I also really love. But just really enjoy her voice. I mentioned Lana Del Rey before. The person who I never thought that I would like. And I remember when I learned that this was the person who sang the song that I was listening to. I was like, this this can't be. Uh, Willow Smith. Really? Yeah. I love her voice. Her music. It's 10 out of 10. Um, her album, it's just so good. I, I recommend it to everyone. Her words are just so... She's real. Like both her and Jaden Smith make amazing music. You just have to listen to them. Just trust. Like I'm not saying you, but in general, like they're very good artists, which makes sense Con- because they're coming from Will Smith. Confession time. Jaden Smith was the opening act for Fall Out Boys when I went to go see them, and my friend and I decided to go eat pizza on Jaden Smith before. Highly so now fun. I feel bad that I didn't see him live when I could have seen him live. I apologize for that, Sam. I'm, you know, we all learn from our mistakes. But it's only—it was a while ago, like 2014, maybe 15, maybe 16. Something. Yeah. God, time was just um. I think I could give you my favorite band right now, the given, given current given time, other than Fall Out Boy, because they they will be the constant in my life. But I've been listening to like the Bleachers a lot. I don't know if you if you if you know who the Bleachers are. Uh, yeah, I think I put one of their songs on our Boston album because I think you asked oh, for great. it. Oh, great! Yeah, I, I I did tell you about it. Um, yeah, Bleachers has always been um, gone now. It's probably one of my favorite albums that they've made. Uh, I want to get better. Uh, and goodbye and good morning reminds me of actually me. Funny enough. Those are some of my favorite songs. Goodbye um, and good morning. It, well, I don't know if it's goodbye. I think it's um definitely good morning. Oh, foreign girls. I'm sorry, foreign girls, not good morning. Okay. Uh, foreign girls, which is fantastic. Good morning, foreign girls, and I want to get better. I think. I take it back. They're not my favorite band because obviously I can't remember <laughs> the name of this song. I was just like, I'm gonna have to listen to them, but yeah, I. I Like I said, when I was younger, I used to go through music to just try to find something new, something different. I <laughs> It's funny, I recently just went through my old computer, which had all of my iTunes music, which oh, had wow. some of my old illegal 
downloads. <laughs> but I was transferring music over from my old computer to my new computer. But I wasn't taking everything because I just don't listen to all of it. But I found all of my like techno or disco or house music. And I was like, Katie, you have to listen to all of this music. Like, this <laughs> this was me in high school and college. And, and it was just such a, it was such a, what's, what are those things called that you bury? There was such a time capsule. Oh, time capsule. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was just sending me back to all these different emotions. It was so interesting. It was like listening to a video game song or, uh, or an anime opening or something because of the emotions that I started going through listening to it. Yeah. I thought it was so, it was so cool. I used to be a really big techno house person. Is that similar to like Daft Punk or? Yeah, like Daft Punk would be a lighter version, but a lot of it would just be no words and it would be like, there's one called Whistles. I'm sure you've heard some of them before, but it was just different beats and different, I, I don't even know how to explain them. I, I downloaded them because I thought they were perfect driving music. And I will still argue mm. to this day that that is amazing driving music. You can almost drive to anything now. So The thing is that, like, I had to get back into music. For a long time, I was super into, spoiler alert, podcast. <laughs> and I sort of stopped listening to music whenever I, like, whenever I was on the streets or driving, like, all right, which podcast I'm going to play now. And it was when I started going to music festivals that I started to, like, try to discover musicians again. Mm. Uh, I went to the one of the bigger music festivals in New York City, uh, Governor's Ball, uh, and there were so many bands there. Uh, Minsky, uh, Tyler the Creator, uh, Lil Wayne was there, but then smaller smaller bands that were there too. And uh, it was just like there's so much I don't know. I was uh, very inebriated there, um, take that as you will, um, and I just wanted to like discover all the music that was there. And I was like, I should probably be for more um, familiar with more bands and artists and music. So when I go to these music festivals, I can enjoy the music a little bit more. Um, that's why I got into music recently. I, I sort of like fell out of music and then got into it two years ago, actually, roughly, when I started going to live concerts. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's always some type of event that will bring us back into it. Like Michael making these playlists for us have got me listening to a lot of more different music now. Oh, yeah. And although I haven't done my due diligence of actually looking up these artists to find more of their music and like right now when we were talking about willow smith i googled her to look up the name of the album that i was talking about which the name of the album is artipithecus i think it's spelled a-r-d-i-p-i-t-h-e-c-u-s mm-hmm. but then i also just found out she has more music that i've never listened to so after we're done with this, I'm listening to all of this. I did the same thing for one artist that um, Michael sent me. It was Millie Turner. I told you that, yeah. right? And, like, her one music led me to so much other music. Um, uh, into the Jungle. Uh, like, originally it was January that got me into it. And then, like, Into the Jungle, um, Midnight Running. And she's, like, a very, very small, small-time uh, musician which is amazing um, Glass Animals a friend of mine recently told me it's 
probably one of the weirder music sounds they I heard. But Glass Animal is pretty interesting too. Yeah. There's just so many good music out there. Just like I, I don't understand people who only I only listen to rock. I only listen to country. I only listen to uh, rapper or whatever. Pa- is, yeah. Peruvian flute plans. <laughs> that's you know. that's me. That's me. <laughs> No, you're it's just so much to listen yeah. to restrict yourself to one band is uh, kind of insane. You're absolutely right. Uh, there is someone else on Michael's playlist called Seth the 16th or it's Seth XVI. And the song is Hurt You Back. And mm-hmm. I absolutely love that song. Like Every time Katie is playing it, I, I have to stop what I'm doing cause, and just listen to that song all the way through because it's just so, so good. Is that from the newest? It's from Michael's top 50 of 2020. Oh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> this is just a whole promotion of our friend Michael episode. But he has amazing <laughs> music. He has amazing music choices, which then gives me amazing music choices. The Now Now, I also really enjoy that he has on there. Tennis, I thought was a really good group as well. But... And I did enjoy the Millie Turner sound as well. I remember listening to that one, Jungle. But now I have yeah, I have things to do. There's so much music. Uh huh. I have so much to listen to now when we get off. <laughs> so if you... So it sounds a lot like we both aren't popular music people, but we do still enjoy music that could be quote-unquote popular. You know what? I am going to suggest something. I suggest people watch. Um, I just re- I remember it right now because I, like I said, I don't know much about the top Billboard with hundreds. But there's a very awesome YouTube channel called Todd in the Shadows. Have you ever heard of him? No, I don't think so. Um, he's he's very funny, but he's also very form uh, like um, he he knows a lot about music. So when people ask him to review a music, a song. It's almost never like indie music. It's always what he would consider top 100 Billboard music or and um, one hit wonders. And it's curious to see how the evolution of music and sound has evolved over the years. Um, If you want to like increase your knowledge of the top 100 music Billboard list, I would definitely recommend listening to um, Todd in the Shadows. Really funny guy. Uh, Apparently lives in New York. I want to track him down and... That's kind of and not do anything not nice. Very very nice of you, Mario, for sure. But yeah, no, I think that's all really interesting. I think though, from what you and I were talking about, and please disagree with me if you disagree. But it does sound like we are more on the unknown spectrum. Oh, absolutely. Versus the popular spectrum. Like I love Lady Gaga. I love Lana Del Rey. Love The Weeknd. And other famous, I, I really enjoy Coldplay as well, but there are other artists that, like you said, there's so many artists, there's so many, and they're just constantly making music. It's insane. It's insane that we only know maybe 5% of artists that make music, probably even less. And- we are not even talking like we mentioned Japanese and Korean music right, a little bit, exactly. but like my sister will go in on Latin American music. Um, yeah, there's my my friend. She loves like she's really she's she's uh, Indian, so she loves Bollywood music as well. Um, but she also loves K-pop. You know, like oh, K-pop it, is great. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I try to be diverse, but, like, there's only so many time. There's only so much time you could dedicate to listening to music, to music you know? Uh, there's a K-pop song that I have on my phone, which I absolutely love. And it's called Move by Taemin. And Katie describes him as the Jesus of K-pop. <laughs> he's just so good looking. and He, he died for our sins? He did. Oh. He died for our sins, yes. Uh, he's just top. He's top. You listen to Taemin's Move. Such a good song. Such a catchy beat. I, I listen to that. I used to listen to that walking in New York City all the time. But I definitely listen to some popular K-pop songs for sure. But yeah, I... If I were to answer this question, I, I'd probably be a little bit of both. But honestly, I would rather yeah. listen to unordinary things like anime soundtracks or video game soundtracks and stuff. Exactly. Like popular songs are popular for a reason. You know, they either are generic enough that they attract a wide group of audience, or they're just really good. I think of Coldplay, Lady Gaga, Fall Out Boy comes to mind. But then. I just like to me many times or not it's more about the lyrics and I would share with you some of my favorite bands with like or artists who has like incredible songs that like I feel like they just copied my heart and then just like all right let's make a song about that but it would expose me in so many ways I prefer not to <laughs> well I reveal that so you can you yeah. can expose yourself on a special episode <laughs> so it'll be the would we really date ourselves episode Oh no! Oh, or it will no. be the would oh, no. we date each other episode, and then we'll. Oh go yes, <laughs> I would date you. <laughs> but all jokes aside, uh, uh, I think that would be my best fake professional opinion on yeah. that. Uh, absolutely, uh, my thing as well. More obscure, but not because I don't like popular music. It's just the message and artist's sound is very important to me. For sure, these. Um, I am curious, anyone listening, uh, what would you say is like, I, I want to hear your spectrum. Like, what is the thing that you, the most popular song or artist you listen to compared to like at least the least popular to see the range oh, yeah. of like, oh, that's really popular. Like, oh, that's not actually, I've never heard of that band before. I love that. Yeah. The, the most popular person that I probably listen to is probably Lady Gaga. Uh-huh. Um, and the least popular would be someone on Michael's Spotify playlist. It'd probably be like Millie Turner, like you said. Or there is someone, I don't know how popular she is. She might not be popular at all. But I found her on YouTube, and her name is Jasmine Thompson. And Mm -hmm. she makes some of her own music, but she also does a lot of covers. And she did a cover of uh, Take Me to Church. And it's absolutely beautiful. I definitely played it in the car with you at least once. But it's, it's one of my favorite songs. And I just took it from YouTube because she's a on YouTube. That's it. It's not released anywhere. <laughs> um, I, I probably would have to say Fallout Boy just because I just adore like I adore them as a strong word. But like they are my they, I think of my high school experience it would be Fallout Boy, but probably maybe Dreamers or if not um, Millie Turner as well or. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna leave it with dreamers, you know, or maybe the mountain goats too. Listen to um, "Up in the Wolves," and not try not to get sad, <laughs> or "No Children." Try not to get sad listening to that song. And that, please, do your best. Let me know if you're a psychopath. But uh, if you don't do your best, then um, 
Sorry, we didn't mean it. We just <laughs> we don't take any responsibility for what happens mm. when you listen to the music that we <laughs> that we suggest. What if like all the sad music is not really sad at all? I just <laughs> misunderstood the lyrics. Oh. <laughs> that's definitely happened to me before <laughs> but maybe in the opposite way where i was like oh this is such a happy song and someone's like no sam this is a sad song like that pumped up kick song oh my god right <laughs> that's such a bad song but it's such a that's happy a tone song so so mario as we are at the end of our episode would you like to tell people how to find you uh yes absolutely if you go to your mirror right now and if you blink really hard, you will see a figure behind you. Put down your phone on your cabinet. Close your eyes for 30 seconds exactly. When you open your phone, you have to go on to Twitter <laughs> and add my Twitter handle, DrMario381, because they will check in two days. And if it isn't there, they will eat your cake. <laughs> oh god no <laughs> and your cake is you <laughs> I hope there's someone who has no clue what we're talking about about this cake and they just think yeah uh, that's funny just Dr. Mario 381 on Twitter um, that's where I'm at uh, Instagram is pretty dead for me I just follow people in stores <laughs> I, I would like to confirm that I just did all those things that Mario said we should do and <laughs> I'm maybe I'm gonna follow him, maybe I won't, but I'll let you know in two days if my cake has been eaten. <laughs> and maybe it's my red velvet chocolate cake, who knows? But all right, but uh, you can find us on Twitter at fake profesh that's f a k e p r o f e s h. And please reach out to us, let us know what you think about the topic, let us know exactly to to second Mario's question. What is the most popular artist that you listen to or that you have listened to? And then the least popular artist, like the most obscure artist, or maybe not necessarily obscure, but at least maybe the least popular that you feel people don't know that you would like them to know. Because we're very interested to see what our listeners listen to besides us. Um, because... We're probably, maybe we're the least popular thing, but we're not making music. <laughs> <laughs> but if we were, then we would be. <laughs> but please let us know. Uh, we really appreciate it when you reach out. So, Mario, as always, thank Sam. you for joining me. Gracias. Thank you to the random subject generator for our topic of the week. And thank you to the listener for coming out and listening to our best fake professional opinions because we truly can't offer you anything else. So until next time, support your local businesses if you can. Take care and stay safe. Bye now. Bye-bye. Ah, damn it. I forgot to promote Andre's mix CD. Ah, you know what? Next time. Poor Andre. He's always putting that mix CD into our case and we just never promote it. <laughs>